God deserves every praise from every creature every day. This is the Everyday Christian Podcast. Season 2, Episode 3 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green, coming to you from the Marietta Church of Christ in Marietta, Oklahoma. Today's episode is entitled Everyday Christians and Entertainment. This is a biggie, isn't it? Because today our society is so entertainment-driven. This hasn't always been the case. Think back to frontier days, for example, and everything was driven by necessity. It was driven by survival. Entertainment was really last on the list of priorities back in those days. Now, you you did have some entertainment, such as barn raisings and music and hunting and fishing and those sorts of things. But for the most part, entertainment really wasn't on people's minds. Well, today we have a lot more free time than really any time else in history. In fact, the average American adult spends five hours, you heard that right, five hours and four minutes every day watching TV. That's according to a recent report by Nielsen, uh, the company that does the TV ratings. About 35 and a half hours a week. That's almost a full time job that the average American spends watching television. That's about 77 days in a year. Well, multiply that by how many years you live, and we spend a lot of time and a lot of days watching TV, don't we? Add in time that's spent on cell phones and tablets and video games and hobbies, and American entertainment time is astronomical, isn't it? Well, you know, as the saying goes, idle hands are the devil's workshop. I would encourage you to look up a couple of words in the Bible. Look up the word idle, not uh, I-D-O-L like a false god, but idle as in I-D-L-E, the idea being not busy. And then also look up the word slothful. Look these two words up in your Bible and Look at the various verses pertaining to those words. You'll find a lot in Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, wisdom literature, and see what the the Bible has to say about those who are idle or slothful. It's not good. Our discussion today pertains to entertainment itself. Entertainment itself is not in and of itself good or evil. We could talk about entertainment in worship, and certainly I would say that that's wrong. But I'm talking about entertainment in general for the the podcast today. We need to make good choices in coming up with avenues of entertainment for ourselves. We're going to look at this from three standpoints. First, how will this affect me spiritually? The form of entertainment that I have chosen, or several forms that I have chosen to entertain myself, how will that affect me spiritually? Number two, How will this affect me physically? You know, sedentary forms of entertainment will decrease our quality of life 
and they will decrease our lifespan. And we want to be here, don't we? We want to be here working in God's kingdom as long as he has planned for us. And if we are not uh, taking care of ourselves because of a sedentary lifestyle, then we're not going to be here as long as we could, right? Because of, of health problems. And then finally, how will this affect my time? The entertainment choices that I'm making, am I wasting a lot of time? That'll be our three topics of discussion for the podcast today. First of all, how will this affect me spiritually? You know, everything that we do should be done in the name of the Lord. Colossians 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do in word, that would be in our speech, or in deed, that would be our actions, the things that we're doing, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Everything we do in this life should be by His authority. We need to have authority for things we're doing in worship, things we're doing in our everyday lives as Christians. And also, we need to do it to the glory of God. Well, what does that say about something that may not in and of itself be sinful necessarily, but really is unprofitable and really isn't giving any glory to God? We need to be careful about that, don't we? We need to make sure that the things that we're doing in this life ultimately boil back down to the fact that we're Christians and we're supposed to be living our lives to the glory of God. As I consider my various entertainment options, I need to ask myself if this activity glorifies the Lord or does it bring disdain to the Lord? There are many forms of entertainment that is readily available to us today that are not good. In fact, they're sinful. They're very blatant in their disregard for morality. They're very disrespectful. They're uh, quite in your face, right? Just obviously um, the opposite of what Christians should be standing for. And unfortunately, we have come a long way as a society in the wrong direction when it comes to the media and entertainment in general. There's very, very many bad things out there to choose from, and, and there's very, very few good things to choose from. So we need to filter our forms of entertainment then with the standard in mind that we want to glorify Christ in everything that we do. Don Blackwell pointed out in his video, Managing Media in Our Homes, and I'll post a link to that in the show notes, uh, Managing Media in Our Homes. Don Blackwell points this out. How dare we be entertained by the things that sent Jesus to the cross? And that's so true, isn't it? We don't need to find entertainment value in sinful things. Now, I'll say this. Um, you're going to come into contact with with sin from time to time, and, and you're not condoning that by simply coming into contact with it. For instance, if you were to go to the mall, you might uh, be walking by a particular section of the mall that has uh, ladies inappropriately dressed, showing off their body in, in sinful ways, and you're not condoning that simply by walking by. Now, you don't need to stop and look at it, right? But you're not condoning it by walking by those uh, posters and such. You're not condoning alcohol by going to Walmart, right? 
So we understand that, sadly, because of the sinful world we live in, sometimes we can't help but come across sin, but we don't need to endorse sin. We don't need to condone it. We don't need to actively partake in it. We don't need to enjoy it. We don't need to be entertained by it. So we just need to be very careful about that and and make sure that what we're viewing, whether it's movies or TV shows or what we're listening to and music, we need to really look at that with the lens of Christianity. Well, there's a really good litmus test in the Scripture for what is acceptable viewing, what is acceptable listening, and so on and so forth, for the Christian. And that's found in Philippians 4, verse 8. As you are considering your entertainment options, you need to to give it the litmus test of Philippians 4, verse 8. That verse says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. That's a good litmus test, isn't it? We need to be focusing on good things. True things, not false things. You could be tempted to watch something on television that is just a flat-out lie. I don't know, maybe endorsing the homosexual agenda and acting like that's a good thing and ignoring the fact that many in that community are depressed and suicide rates are extremely high. and It's just it's painting a false narrative. That is That is not a good lifestyle, and it brings about so much shame and, and heartache. And so we need to focus on things that are true, not false. We need to focus on things that are honest. Again, uh, not deceitful, but honest. We need to focus on things that are just. The idea of justice, certainly God is, is just, and he will reward those who are faithful. He will also reward, in the negative sense, those who are unfaithful with the what they have sown, they will reap, and that will be destruction. We need to focus on things that are true in the sense of, of justness and not painting, um, let's say, the justice system in a bad light, as uh, seems to be so popular nowadays. We need to focus on things that are pure. You know, there's a lot of entertainment, uh, whether, whether it be on the Internet, whether it be in TV, in movies, in music that is very impure, sexually immoral, uh, endorsing alcohol and and drugs and pornography, and just many terrible things that is viewed as entertainment, but it's impure. And we as Christians don't need to be endorsing those things uh, in making our entertainment choices. We continue in the list of our litmus test of Philippians 4.8. And we see the word lovely. You know, aesthetic beauty, things that are lovely, that's really an evidence of God. God made this world beautiful. In Romans chapter 1, it talks about the beauty of his creation and how we are without excuse. We should know that there is a God because of, for one thing, the beauty of his creation. In the Psalms, we read, The heavens declare uh, the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. And so things are lovely. 
And we need to focus on those things. It may be something as simple as artwork, or it may be going out into nature and just discovering the beauty of of nature that God has created. We need to focus on lovely things. And then things that are of good report. That is, things that are of a good reputation. Not a bad, sinful reputation. And then things of virtue. What is virtue? Virtue is, is morals, isn't it? And it used to be very commonplace that TV shows, I think back to the 50s, for instance, Andy Griffith, Father Knows Best, Leave It to Beaver, those kind of shows, they taught virtues. They taught lessons. Just about every episode had a lesson that it was teaching, and it was a good lesson generally. We've gotten far away from that. Nowadays, shows don't teach virtues anymore. They, they teach uh, sinful things, most of them. Well, we need to look for virtue in our entertainment. And then finally, we need to look for praise, things that are praiseworthy, things that glorify God. And believe me, there are some entertainment options out there that do just that. Most don't, but some do. So that is how our entertainment affects us spiritually. Next, let's talk about how entertainment affects us physically. This goes back to what we said about Americans spending five hours in front of the TV every day. You add to that an average of two hours and 55 minutes on cell phones, and then you've got your hobbies, you've got all other forms of of wasting time, and it's not good. I've got two words for you. Couch potato, right? There is this increasing laziness in American society and in other societies as well. If you're listening to this abroad, you're probably familiar with this too. And it's not good. It's not good at all. We need to do better. We want to be here as long as we can, shining as lights in this world. We're the salt of the earth. We're the light of the world. And we have a purpose here as Christians. And our purpose is to be a good example to those around us, to help people, to evangelize, to glorify God. We can't do that if if we are living a lifestyle that is physically sedentary and, and causing us to be so unhealthy that it greatly diminishes our lifespan and quality of life too. If our If our quality of life is so bad that we just feel awful all the time, and we're not going to feel like going and helping other people, are we? No, we're not. Certainly, the Bible's primary concern is in the spiritual realm. We, we understand that. But there are many verses that do deal with physical well-being too, right? I think back to Second Peter 1 verse 3. It says, As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Godliness would be those spiritual pursuits, but also life, just everyday life, through the knowledge of him who hath called us to glory and virtue. I think to 1 Timothy 4, verse 8, there Paul told Timothy, For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Bodily exercise has profit, doesn't it? It is good for us. Proverbs 6 and verse 10 says, A little sleep, a little slumber, 
a little folding of the hands to sleep. In that context, it was dealing with the fact that sometimes people sleep too much. They're lazy. They don't get anything done. But it's saying there's nothing wrong with sleep in and of itself, and you do need some sleep. Just make sure that you're not sleeping too much. Well, there's nothing wrong with rest and recreation. We read passages where Jesus told his disciples to go and go away for a little bit and rest a while. There's passages like that in the Bible. Certainly, I'm I'm sure that Jesus would approve of recreation to let off steam and help ourselves to refocus and what have you, but we don't need to do it too much. We don't need to make that our primary focus. And then Proverbs 3, verses 7 and 8 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Notice this. If you fear the Lord and depart from evil, it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. I think people have done studies and and found that things like guilt and shame, of course, those things caused by sin, right? They're really bad for your health. Worry. Worry is something that, that they have shown is bad for, for your stomach, for instance. You might get an ulcer from, from worrying so much, right? And so there are negative emotions that are not good. But if we're being wise and if we're departing from evil, that will actually help our health. It will uh, impact our health and, and strength to our bones in a good way. So the Bible does deal in some respects with physical well-being. How will my entertainment choices affect me physically? There are some good forms of non-sedentary entertainment out there. Hunting and fishing, biking, uh, running, jogging, walking, thinking and meditating while you're walking through the park or, or walking through the neighborhood. Other forms of exercise. My personal favorite, hiking. I love to go to the mountains and, and hike uh, up the mountains and find waterfalls and caves and some of that aesthetic beauty that God has created. One of the best things in the world for me is to just get away and go hiking and clear my mind and meditate, think about God and, and the beauty of His creation. So how will my entertainment choices affect me physically? Well, finally, we want to discuss how our entertainment will affect our time. And this is big, isn't it? Because the fact of the matter is that probably all of us, if we're being truthful, if we're being honest, spend way too much time on recreation. Time spent on recreation is time that we're not spending on more important things like evangelism, service, prayer, Bible reading, worship, etc. Now again, spending time with recreation, there's nothing wrong with that. But we don't want to spend too much time on recreation. And we certainly don't want to spend time uh, on recreation to the detriment of those more important things. Ephesians 5 and verse 16 says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The idea being that your days are running out and they're not on your side. Time's not on your side. Time is winding down and we take time for granted far too often, don't we? We need to make sure that we're not taking time for granted and we're redeeming the time. 
Colossians 4 verse 5 says something similar. Walk in wisdom toward those who are outside, talking about those without the church, redeeming the time. We need to take advantage of our time and and try to uh, look to those people who are outside the church and try to be a good example to them and help them become Christians. So how will this affect my time? Well, that's the three uh, main points that we wanted to discuss for our entertainment choices for the podcast today. There's one last thing I want to discuss, and that is some suggestions for entertainment. The first suggestion I have is uh, you can look this up called Pure Flix. I believe for about twelve ninety nine a month, you can get a Pure Flix subscription, and it's like Netflix, but uh, a lot more wholesome content. Now, I would advise you on this. Um, it's a denominational company, and you want to be careful about some of the denominational doctrines. They will slip into a lot of these movies from time to time. But I'd say probably on average, 90 to 95% of the movie is really good. You may have a few things in there, uh, denominational doctrines that you want to look out for. Um, There's a movie I was watching on there not too long ago called uh, Old Fashioned. And it's basically about this guy who is uh, really old-fashioned in the way that he dates. And uh, he's very careful with how he treats women and he he treats them with respect and he doesn't... uh, allow himself to be in the the room alone with her uh, just to avoid any opportunity for for temptation and what have you. And Anyways, it's a good movie, but one of the things in that movie, it shows his friends uh, drinking alcohol, and and it shows one of his friends who is a a radio personality, and he's just really crass, uh, really rude about his comments about women. And so it has that in the movie, but it's not painting it in a positive light. It's showing that those people can be that way, and it's showing how it's really a terrible thing. So you may run into some of that on Pure Flix as well, but it's it's painting it in, in a negative light rather than glorifying it, which is what Hollywood typically does. So that's Pure Flix. Uh, they've got a lot of movies you can watch that are going to be much better quality movies from a moral standpoint compared to what most of what Hollywood's putting out. But also you've got VidAngel. And I believe for, for $7.99 a month, uh, you can get this as an add-on to Netflix and uh, Amazon, Amazon Movies, Amazon Prime. And what it does is it filters out the bad stuff. So you can filter out the bad language, um, the sex scenes, and, and things like that. And it's a, a really good tool uh, to help you to have better entertainment options. And then there's one other thing regarding movies, and that is Voodoo. Uh, V-U-D-U. Uh, you got to be careful on Voodoo because it does have lots of uh, bad things on it too. But I think PG-13 movies and under, generally, if you look, it has a button you can press called Family Play. So you can rent movies on there. Um, some of the movies are wa- are uh, free, but you have to watch ads to watch them. And you press this family play button, and then it allows you to edit out the, the bad language and the alcohol and the violence and the sex scenes and those sorts of things. And so that uh, is a really good tool as well. Again, that's called Voodoo, a V-U-D-U. And that one I like because you can kind of 
fine-tune it to a particular movie. Like if I want to rent a particular movie, rather than, than a subscription, I just rent that one movie and then press the family play button. There's some other resources I want to tell you about as well. Plugged in. Uh, Focus on the Family does this, I believe. They used to have an app, and I really liked it, and unfortunately, last I, I heard, they stopped doing the app, and I was really kind of upset about that because anytime I went to a movie, I liked to pull up that app and make sure there's not just a ton of objectionable uh, content in it. But basically, plugged in, it will look at TV shows, movies, I think video games, and it will basically list for you everything questionable or objectionable in it. It'll uh, tell you how many bad words are in it, and it'll actually show you. Now, it it uh, doesn't spell it out completely. It'll put in the, uh, the special characters or whatever, like an exclamation point or whatever. But it'll show you uh, three times this bad word is said, ten times this bad word is said, and so on and so forth. It'll say uh, a person, uh, a man and woman do this, and um, it doesn't get too graphic, but it tells you, okay, there's something bad in that movie. It'll tell you, like, bad moral lessons. It'll show you, like, spiritual emphasis, whether it's good, like there's a good spiritual moral in this movie, or, or there's a really bad one in this movie. Uh, lying, alcohol use, drugs, gambling, that sort of thing. So plugged in is really good. If you want to go to a movie at the movie theater, and you have no way of filtering it, then you can, uh, Look at that and make sure that it's not going to be just an awful, terrible movie before you go in. I remember before the days of Plugged In, uh, there's been movies I've walked out of because they were just awful. And hopefully, uh, as a Christian, um, if you find yourself in a, in a movie and it's just really, really inappropriate, uh, you would be willing to, to get up and walk out, right? Hopefully ask for your money back. Common Sense Media, um, I believe, is another option that's similar to this. And then also the IMDB, the Internet Movie Database. You can look at a movie and click on the Parents Guide, and it'll do something very similar. Um, in my experience, IMDB, uh, Internet Movie Database, has not been as good, though. It doesn't seem to be as thorough as uh, Plugged In is. So Plugged In is probably my favorite on that. Okay. Um, also, something else to keep in mind, Safe Search. You definitely want to have a Safe Search uh, parental controls for your internet browser as uh, children are using the internet in the home. You want to make sure that you have those parental controls and um, passwords and so on so that they're not allowed to look up things they shouldn't be looking up. And Safe Search also does a very good job at filtering um, those things as well. There's also programs I think you can buy that might do an even better job at uh, filtering out bad sites that they might accidentally stumble upon, uh, but you need to have something. And then also I wanted to mention YouTube. Uh, YouTube can be your friend or it can be your enemy. And even on YouTube Kids, you can come across some things that really aren't appropriate. Um, it's amazing, Lindsay, my wife and I, as we try to do our best to come up with what's acceptable and not in our home, for entertainment, it's amazing as you have as you have kids, things really uh, open up your eyes. And I can remember shows that I watched as a kid 
and then I'd look back at them and, and see what they were like, and, and they were not good. They were teaching really bad morals, teaching kids to like hate their siblings and be really disrespectful to their parents. It's not good stuff. So YouTube or uh, you know Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, those sorts of things, you need to monitor those things and, and watch what your kids are watching. Sit down and watch a few episodes with them to see if they're being taught inappropriate things. I remember there was a show, I think it was on Nickelodeon or Nick Jr. called uh, Bubble Guppies uh, several years ago. And they had a drag queen, um, transgender stuff on that show, trying to normalize that with kids. And uh, PBS, that's another one. Uh, Arthur, uh, very long running kid show. It was one of my favorites growing up as a kid. And I think for the most part, it was a pretty decent, clean show for a long time. But they've started introducing that agenda with uh, the teacher. Uh, I can't remember his name, but the teacher ended up coming out as as gay and and had a gay wedding in the show, and that's uh, very unfortunate. And they're teaching these kinds of agendas to our children, and certainly we don't approve of that. But back to YouTube. Uh, Again, YouTube can be your friend or your enemy. You can download the YouTube Kids app, and supposedly they filter out bad stuff on it, but even kids, you know, kids programming that's meant for kids I would say not all of it is good. They may be teaching some hidden agendas that's not good. Um, I want to give you a few things that you might want to look into that would be good. Um, For younger kids, Little Baby Bum, I know that sounds kind of funny, but uh, it's really good. Our our kids watch it a lot, and that's like nursery rhymes. Um, Mother Goose Club is another one that is nursery rhymes and very clean and uh, we've watched it with them quite a bit and haven't really noticed uh, anything inappropriate on it. Here's one uh, that is produced by a member of the church, PD and Pals. I think that's on, on YouTube. Uh, Brother Jake Sutton, who is a Memphis School of Preaching grad like myself, uh, he recently started doing a puppet-type program called PD and Pals, P-I-E-D-Y and Pals. And uh, so certainly want to support that as our, our brother in Christ uh, is doing that for the children. And I really think that's good. We, we need to have more children-focused content. The Gospel Broadcasting Network did that with a couple of shows. Uh, there was a cartoon. can't remember the name of the cartoon, but they did a, a cartoon a while back. And then they also have a live-action show called uh, Digger Doug. You can look that up on the Gospel Broadcasting Network. For uh, the older kids, um, preteens, teenagers, and younger kids would like it too. Uh, my wife and I and the kids have been watching a lot of Dude Perfect recently. Dude Perfect. That's a really funny and clean show on YouTube. And basically they do a lot of trick shots. And they do a lot of spoof type funny gags and pranks and things. Uh, clean. Uh, we've watched a lot of episodes and I don't think we've ever come across anything inappropriate on it. And so uh thought I'd plug them as well. They're... They're awesome and uh, quite quite interesting, quite entertaining. But there are good uh, entertainment forms out there. You just have to do your due diligence and look for them and sit down and watch these things with your kids and make sure that what you're watching is uh, appropriate and uh, just monitor it really, really well. So I, I thank you for joining us for the Everyday Christian Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3 today. And want to let you know about our next episode coming out on August 24th, and that is Everyday Christians and Hobbies. 
and I'm looking forward to to that topic, and I can kind of brag about my hobbies a little bit, as I I like to do a lot. Uh, I'll be talking about hiking, I'm sure. That's one of my favorite things to do in the last few years. So appreciate you for joining me for the uh, podcast today. Hope you're doing well, and look forward to um, having you tune in next time. Thank you very much.